Hi, everyone. This is Jenny Salkeld with Widows That Wine Together. Thanks for joining us with this week's episode, which is focused around divine connections. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time because I think during this journey that we're on, we really have to be in tune to those unique situations that come our way. And I mentioned this during episode one, which is really kind of the genesis of Widows That Wine Together, was around the fact that I was about 10 months out and, and I went to this experience last summer and it's exactly what I needed at the right time to help lift me out of that darkness, uh, to give me hope. Because I think as many of you may know, you, you feel hopeless, uh, particularly that first year. And so that experience connected me with such amazing people. Uh, it was my first opportunity to realize I'm not alone. And I really do feel that there was God's presence that weekend. The individuals I met are part of my life today. We've been doing things together. We're planning things together. We can, we understand each other. And, and really what I, I want to have you all take away from this episode today is you're, you have support, you have help, and again, you're certainly not alone. And I, I really wanted to share um, our, with our special guest today, Barbara, her story, because along this journey over the last few months, there was something being orchestrated along the way during my path that put me in contact with her. And she'll tell you a little bit about that and how things came about. And I want you to hear what she has to say, because for me, she has helped me on my spiritual journey uh, because along the way as we're healing, it's also a part that you really need to have that other connection and however it might be the universe however for you it, you know for me it's just really been strengthening my relationship with god and really helping me understand in some cases i will not understand i i have had to come to that acceptance that i i won't understand how things transpired but it's the path i'm on now and the reason why i'm also talking to you because i want to be able to help you Barbara wants to be able to help you. We're all here to help each other. And that's our purpose. You start to really realize what, what we have, um, the gifts have been given to us um, and how we use them at the right time. And so just one thing to highlight, exactly. you know, we all ask ourselves, well, what is divine connection? And I, I just want to touch upon a couple of points. We as humans, we're all built for connection. We're built for friendship. And some friendships are divine. Like I said to you, the folks that I have met this past year, it's truly divine. And they're meant to bring us favor. They're meant to bring us hope, provision, help, healing for various reasons. They're there to help us. And those people that are genuinely excited about God, what, what God's doing in your life, even the struggles we've all encountered, right? There's God always has a purpose. He has a plan. His plan is not our plan. I've certainly had to learn that. And these connections, they really do come out of nowhere, but they significantly impact your life. 
They're what offer you those encouraging words at just the right perfect moment. And if you really think about it, these connections, they're, they're necessary for our destiny. They're part of our destiny in someone else. And they're part of someone else's destiny in you. There's an interdependency. And that's when you, when you hear Barbara's story today, you see, and I, I see how important she is for me in my life. And so on this widowhood journey, I've just realized how much of a strategist God has been in bringing amazing people into my life after the loss of my husband. And these are all divine connections and they're all preordained for our lives. These connections are part, are part of God's given assignments for us. And so through the Widows That Wine Together events, I've seen that not only has he orchestrated these relationships, but he honors them with his power, presence, and love. I see that every time we get together. And so just a, a kind of a, a story here, just kind of a point is after a recent get together, my, my youngest daughter, she said to me, mom, I feel your positive energy after being with the group. And, and I, I kind of had to think about it and, and I, and, and I felt good. I, I felt uplifted. That is something that really the underlying premise of our group is really just to uplift each other and, and just spend time with each other in that fellowship. And I, and I said to her, and I said, you know, I think it has to do with just the love that everyone shares about their person, their loved one. It just fills my heart and it brings me such joy. And she just made me pause, you know, because we all get kind of going in life and things kind of just go. And it's almost like she had me pause just with her statement and really reflect on that. And so these podcasts, I know kind of in the early stages here, but really the, the Widows That Wine Together podcast is meant to just be informative for the widow community, um, you know, to know that you have a forum to hear our individual stories because you all have your individual stories but there are stories that we can relate to and we can support each other. And on upcoming this week is uh, May 3rd. It's going to be National Widows Day. It's again an, a, a time for us to pause and reflect and know that you're not alone. And your journey is different than someone else's, but we share these commonalities. And don't ever let anyone else say, Oh, you should be over with this by now, or you should be here or there. They don't know. And don't ever let that change who you are because someone else just doesn't understand. But know that in like this setting, uh, we get it. We, we certainly get it. And perhaps if I'm a, a divine connection for you today, I my hope is that you take away something that you can pause and reflect and that may help you. Um, like I said, I, I've I've been in, in a very dark place before and I could hear my, my late husband because he was always that cheerleader saying, get yourself back up. And if I can help you today, get up and we're going to do that along with Barbara. So I want you to hear her story because she's inspired me and I want you to see how you can come back after a devastating loss and have God's faith in healing you to move forward. And so if you have any questions on this episode, please reach out to me. 
the website is widows that wine together. Or actually, the email I should say is widows that wine together at gmail.com and uh, reach out to me. And if you have ideas of topics and things that you'd like to hear, please let me know and we'll definitely focus that on, on future episodes. So in the meantime, um, enjoy the, the conversation here with Barbara and uh, you have a blessed day. Barbara, I am so excited to have you on this podcast. Um, I'm so inspired by you. Um, you've really brought a lot into, um, I do believe you're a divine connection, and I know that's what we're going to be talking about today, but you've helped me on my journey of strengthening my faith and the things that you have shared along with, um, it helped. It has helped me with my healing process. And I think it's so important to hear your voice to share with other widows um, that are on this journey along with us. And so I, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your wonderful life with Jerry and, and where we're at today. Okay, I met um, Jerry when I was 19 at New Mexico State University in Las Cruces. We were both students and um, we were married by the next year. So we were married 35 years and it was a great marriage. He was a great partner. He was a wonderful father. He was my best friend. And I couldn't have asked for a better marriage. He was wonderful. He was just the absolute best dad, very devoted to the two girls that we raised together. And above all, he was the love of my life. I was very blessed to have him as a husband. That's great. And, and Barbara, with this wonderful marriage and, and everything that you experienced, um, Let's talk about along the way, what you've experienced with examples of where you feel God's presence has been and how he has brought, like I said earlier, that divine connection of people into your life to help guide you. Okay. First of all, now I can see back, I can look back and I can see how God was already orchestrating, you know, the meeting of different people and different situations and well, this one is an obvious divine connection, you know, meeting you, Jenny, because we have the same CPA <laughs> and she had mentioned a, you know, an, a, a new widow to me, didn't share the name. And she said, would you mind if I gave her your number? I said, I would not mind. I would love for you to share my number with her. And, uh, you know, it was Jenny's, it was your, um, it was it was your first year. So there's a lot going on in every sense, emotionally and financially and just the whole family dynamics. And so I'd never heard from you, Jenny. But then the following year, this year, um, the CPA and I were talking and she said, did, did that person ever get back to you? You know, she started a podcast and she described you. And I said, wait a minute, is her name Jenny? And she says, yes. And I said, I met her, I met her. So I ended up meeting you, you know, either way, which to me was an absolute divine connection. You know, God had it planned way before and one way or another, he just brought us together. So I really appreciate that. So that was the, the pre that I could already see the pre-production of what the Lord was doing, you know, before Jerry passed away. 
it's yeah. it's it's difficult. I mean, when you're going through it, because that was yeah. the CPA Lisa had shared that with us yeah. or with me back in 2021. Yeah. She mentioned about you, Barbara. She's like, here's you know this this you know you can relate to her, you can understand. But you're right, that first year, it's very yeah. much a challenge and it's a blur. But God had a plan. Yeah. God and when you really start to look back, if you kind of follow those footsteps, He's guiding you along. Yeah. And so you, we were meant to connect. We and were. so when we did it was over lunch, we're like, oh my gosh, you're the Barbara, you're the Jenny. Oh my exactly. gosh. <laughs> it was wonderful. And you know, and, and the other thing is um, on a more solemn note is your husband passed away in much a similar situation as mine did, although mine was a few years before. Um, Mine, just very healthy, he used to ride 20 miles every weekend in the wine country and throughout Temecula, sometimes even Fallbrook on his Italian touring bike. He was extremely healthy, just a big, strong man, but he caught a flu right before COVID. This was a couple of years before COVID. And when we went to the hospital, uh, I mean, when we went to the doctor, they said, oh, it's no, no, it'll play its course, you know, just run its course. It's eight, it was just the flu. But um, as we progressed, it got a little worse and worse. We went back and we got meds for him. And then soon after that, it just didn't help. And his breathing was so, um, so horrible. It was just so terrible that we ended up in ICU at the local hospital and then eventually they transferred him to UCLA with and they said he has H1N1 SARS and this is right before COVID this is a couple of years before so um we went through so when COVID came this was very similar to what I went through yeah which is Mm -hmm. what you went through Mm -hmm. exactly and Again, you know, I we didn't expect, as most of us, he was so healthy, but it happened so quickly. Um, pneumonia, to lung collapse, and uh, both of them did, and that was it. And before I knew it, he was gone. And so that was something you and I could mm-hmm. relate to. I knew the, how can somebody die from the flu? Yeah. You know, it's such a shock. So I was able to understand, you know, where you were at because it happened very much the same way as it happened with me mm-hmm. in our in our life completely transformed right completely on our own and we both yep. have two girls we both have two girls both have two girls yeah and so it's a very similar very um, similar in terms of our of our, our paths yeah yeah so along with us connecting you've had other other mm-hmm. connections along the way that as you've looked back oh yeah you know that that was a hand of god in in that process right absolutely well just real quick before I talk to some of these other little ones, I, I did want to, you know, say that 35 years ago when I married into Jerry's family, my husband, um, I had the most wonderful sister-in-law that was married to one of Jerry's brothers. And little did I know that 35 years later, they would be my, they were early divine connections because when we moved to California, I had no family at all. It was just Jerry, myself, and my two girls. And when Jerry passed away, I had um, no family in the area. And they drove all the way in from Las Cruces, New Mexico. And they were with us through the death, through the planning of the services, and through the planning of services in Las Cruces also, because that's where we're originally from. So that was my divine connection. Jenny, her name's Jenny also, and Tony. And, you know, I wanted to really really talk about or you know kind of share that they were my very very first divine connections but 
Now, as I look back, I see how, as I said, God was already preparing these di other divine connections for our future. Um, a couple of years before Jerry passed away, my daughter, my oldest, um, was dorming at, at uh, Cal State San Marcos. And one of the roommates that she had was, um, we, we didn't know them, you know, at all. We met them. And they, she had uh, a father that was, that was not doing well. He was sick and the mom was, you know, taking a lot of time to take care of him. And so Jerry and I said, oh my gosh, you know, the Lord put this particular roommate together with our daughter so that we could be there to help. And so the mother wouldn't have to worry about anything, you know, just attend to the husband, to the girl's father. So Jerry and I moved moved them in and out of dorms. We cleaned the dorms. We moved them in and out of the summertime. Um, we drove her home and back to campus. So we thought, absolutely, this is something that God put together for us because we are here for this family. And soon after the, um, the father did pass away and, and we were there. And then I, I said to myself, well, now it's my time to be there for her, you know? to be available for this mom. Um, so we got together regularly for walks and talks and we would cry and, you know, I would encourage her and I was heartbroken for her because, you know, I had my husband and he was healthy, but here I saw somebody, you know, going through such pain and such an adjustment and family, but I was there to encourage her in faith and it continued as a, as a friendship. I really thought God put us together for that purpose. Well, a year and a few months later, my husband got that flu suddenly. And all of a sudden, my husband passed away. And all of a sudden, that wife, that friend that I felt I was there for her, that was the sole purpose, was there for me to guide me. You know, she, um, it was crazy because I really thought all this time the putting together was so that I could be her assistant, so I could be her, her help, so I could be encourager and comforter. But really, you know, it became an exchange of empathy and compassion for each other. And so since then, we get together, we cry, we discuss issues, widow issues, family issues. She has two girls and, and a son. So we discuss all about the same age. So we discuss all that. Um, just the pain, the loneliness, the the moving forward, encouraging each other. So we've been there for each other. But you know what? What surprises me so much is that I honestly thought it was only for the purpose of me helping her. Mm -hmm. But yet she was on this journey and she was able to pick me up and say, come along. And little did you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. little did I know. Little did we, you know, it, it's just amazing how God puts everything together mm -hmm. and you've you've provided me that opportunity to meet with her as well now yeah so again we can share and there there's a, a unique piece part of what we also have mm -hmm. with the widows that wine together is we all have these stories mm -hmm. and there's this commonality and we just come together to comfort each other I mean that's something you've shared with me the scripture that says you know we go through these the pain and we and then now we we use that experience to then help comfort others Exactly. Right, to help be exactly. part of other people's lives. And that is one of the scriptures that I have, um, that I have been able to cling to. Um, and I'll get to that mm -hmm. and talk a little bit more about that. 
and I can share another divine connection. Sure. That sure. one was a big sure. one because yeah. that shaped that I was shocked, you know, and there are so many little, little stories within that that's woven in there that it would take me probably a whole hour to just share just within that divine connection. But, you know, another divine connection that happened about a year before Jerry passed away, my brother, um, brought his new girlfriend from New Mexico to California so we could meet. And she was a young widow as well, very young, very sweet, just wonderful, you know. And while my husband, Jerry, and my brother um, sat and talked, you know, and did, you know, guy stuff, you know, I sat with that new girlfriend of my brother's and we talked and she wanted to share about how her husband had suddenly passed away and I listened intently and, you know, my heart ached for her. And I thought, wow, you know, here I've got my healthy husband and now she's so young and look what she's been through. And it was also very sudden. It was, you know, heart issues that just, um, that they were even unaware of. And it just came as such a shock. So I was there, you know, and encouraged her. And then a year went by. And all of a sudden, my husband passed away a year and four months later. And I was, again, in shock. But this time now, my brother drove in and he brought this particular girlfriend, this, this young widow. And now she was there for me, the same thing. You know, I had been listening to her story. And now she sat with me and she says, I know exactly where you're at. I know what you're going through. And she was so helpful and so encouraging and just helped build me up and just being there to support me, you know, but I didn't have to say anything because she had been through the same thing. And it's such a unique experience. Only yes. you know this type of pain if you've gone through it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but there's that relatability. Yeah. And we have wonderful friends, you know, Jenny, I know you've got great friends and, and they all mean well, and they're all loving and they're very supportive. But as you say, nobody can really relate to this point, mm -hmm. unless you've been through it. And even if you're perfect strangers, when you have that deep, that deep hurt, that deep sorrow, you just almost instantly connect yes. because you know how heavy it is mm -hmm. and how it weighs on you, you know, on them as well as yourself. You hurt for them as well, mm -hmm. even though you're going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. But that girlfriend was here for all the services. She was here to help. And before they left back to New Mexico, to Las Cruces, um, we were going to meet them there the following week for the second services for my husband, Jerry. As I said, before she left, she left me a tangible divine connection. She left me a little book on grief. And it was a small little book called Experiencing Grief. It was small and it was worn and it was tear stained. And she handed it to me right before they left. And it just, you know, it just touches my heart. But she said, this is the book that I read for months while I was in bed and you know there are different stages in grief so she read it at the beginning stages and then mid and so forth and she says I'm giving it to you now because it really helped me and I know that it'll help you so she gave me that book and it really really helped and what's so amazing 
is that I have been able to be a divine connection through the book to so many. I think, uh, I think since then, I've given away over a hundred of those books. Wow. I order them on Amazon and I carry them in my glove compartment in my car. I hear of anyone that's, you know, had a loss and I mail them out and I give them out. And that has allowed me to be divine connection mm -hmm. to other people, mm -hmm. you know, and to help them along. And the book has truly been helpful. It just really um, kind of aligned my faith and my hope again and let me know that, hey, it's okay. Life will go on. You're going to be okay, you know. It really and you, and you raise a key point because yeah. it is when you're in that early stage, either you feel like there is no hope. Yeah. Right. It, there's a, it's a very dark place. Yeah. And I think those are the things kind of going to others or that faith that starts to bring that light forward yeah. and bringing in that hope because you feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to see that God has a plan for everything. He's nothing goes to waste. It's it's all a part of God's plan. Mm -hmm. That was another amazing divine connection. And like I said, through that came the books that mm -hmm. I now share. And then you were saying something about, too, I know you were sharing that this also led to experience with, you went to a trip to Cancun, yes. right? Something, and you were in Mexico. Yes, exactly. That is my next divine connection. And that one is pretty amazing. And it's it's just ridiculous. It's amazing. And you can't believe that God put it together again. God had put this together even before Jerry yeah. passed away you know but last summer I went to um, I went on vacation with my sister-in-law um, and uh, we went to Cancun and I met through her I met this young widow as well and she was a new widow um, I think she had been widowed maybe for a year at the most and we discussed you know the journey of losing our spouses our husbands and you know what we went through and how we encouraged each other. She was a, a beautiful Christian lady. And then she, before we left, you know, Cancun, she says, you know, I'm going to start up a Bible study in Las Cruces. She was from my neck of the woods where I had grown up. And she says, I want to start a Bible study there. And I think that's what I'm going to do when I go back. So, you know, we said farewell and so forth. A couple of weeks after I got back from Cancun, my best friend who has her husband, she's not a widow, called me and she says, Barbara, I have a co-worker that just became a widow like two, three months ago. And she is in the midst of the deepest, you know, you almost feel like you're drowning when those waves mm -hmm. of grief come upon you. And, mm -hmm. and so she, she said, my, my best friend said, she cries all the time. And I don't know what to say because I can be there to comfort her, but I can't really relate. So would you mind if I gave her your number and you called her and you spoke with her and you texted? And I said, absolutely, please give her my number. I would love to talk with her. And sure enough, we connected and we spoke on the phone and we texted regularly. We cried together. We prayed together. You know, it was just a wonderful connection. And I was I was so thankful that I could be there. And she was so lost and so deep in this in this sorrow, you know, in the grief. And then as we continued to, you know, continue to talk and communicate, she did mention, she says, I just wish that I had a Bible study. And she's from Las Cruces. She's from the area. 
where the friend that I had met from Cancun was from. And she said, I wish I had a Bible study to attend. And I remembered the widow that I had met in Cancun, the mm -hmm. sweet widow friend that I had met. And I said, yeah. with this new widow, I shared, of course, we share with her, you know, in her local areas, counseling and a group that she could also attend. But I also gave her the text, um, the number, so she could text the friend that I had met in Cancun. And they got together. And so she gets together with her um, and does Bible study. That one was a, a fairly new, a year widow. And this one was a brand new mm -hmm. widow. So they've been able to connect in both ways, you know, and encourage each other in faith. But I mean, how miraculous is that? I had to go to Cancun. It made like full circle. I went to Cancun to meet her so that my best friend could introduce me to this one so that I could wrap around and connect her with her. And it's just amazing, you know. And what's even more amazing is to this very day, I had still not met that young widow in person. Wow. We still only speak on the phone and we text and we encourage each other. And now it's been a year, you know. And in fact, she just texted and said just this week, She's starting to sort out some of her husband's items. And of course, you and I, Jenny, mm -hmm. know, you know, the journey there. We know what what that comprises of, you know. But so I've been able to be there and I hope to go visit my parents sometime this year and hopefully finally meet her in person. And see know. how your help, you brought all these connections mm -hmm. and everything together together and god and like you said god how did. everything evolves in different ways it's crazy but there's a plan yeah and we just have to believe and have trust and trust that plan and you were part of that yeah and go with the flow mm -hmm. go with the flow and of course i as soon as i got her um number i got her address and i sent her one of the little books, books. too uh -huh. and she's been able to share that with other friends as well that have lost you know a loved one it doesn't have to be a husband it's grief from you know various losses but that to me was amazing when yeah. I came back and I saw how God even in the details he's just so in the details mm -hmm. orchestrated that together so that was a wonderful wonderful amazing amazing um divine connection there was um there's another like small ones that God has put together I went to um a women's conference mm -hmm. with my sister-in-law as well. And we were in the Starbucks line and, you know, it was very casual conversation. The lady, the two ladies in front of me, they're from the Midwest. They, they turned around and, and started conversing with my, my sister-in-law and myself. And it just happened to be that she had just lost her husband months before. And the other friend had just lost her son months mm -hmm. before and, you know, I had said nothing about losing my husband. And when she began to talk, then I began to talk. And we began to cry in line as we were at Starbucks. And she was just so grateful. She says, I don't have anyone to talk to about this. So we exchanged, again, phone numbers. This is in St. Louis, Missouri, you know. And we just exchanged numbers and we texted and then, of course, I sent her also, you know, a couple of the divine, I mean, the experiencing grief books by um, Norman Wright. Um, and she loved that and, and also shared with different grief share groups in her area. As I looked them up, I shared them with her. So even 
in line mm -hmm. at a Starbucks. You never know where, store. right? You just mm -hmm. never know where, where you're mm -hmm. going to come across someone and you're going to impact and touch them mm -hmm. in their lives and they're where they're at. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important. And you just need to be available. Mm -hmm. Open up and look and see. Um, there's a song that Maverick City uh, Music has, and it's called Million Little Miracles. Those are little miracles that God does in the midst of our life. When it's so dark and we're so sad and we're lonely and we're thinking, what is happening? God does these little divine connections and divine interventions to encourage us and let us know that God is good and he does good all the time, that he's not leaving us alone. He's not going to forsake us. He's right there, you know, and and then it goes to, um, you know, we, we don't understand why these things happen. Sometimes it's for the purpose of growing us spiritually, you know, sometimes it's to shape us and purify us. In God's economy, nothing goes wasted. Everything is for a purpose and a reason. Um, sometimes we need to be humble and humble ourselves before God. I don't have time for God. I don't, uh, everything in my life is so perfect. Well, sometimes it's a rude awakening and we realize that um, we don't have everything under control and we will not. And we begin to grow comfortable with not being in control. Because mm -hmm. if you're a control freak, control mania, like you're, yeah. you know, some of us are, mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. has to show us, listen, his plan. It's his plan. Yeah. We plan, but God, what, what's the, I don't remember the scripture. We plan, but God sets it forth, you know, because he's got a separate plan yeah. from what we, our plan is not always his plan. No, it's not. Right? It's not. And we don't, we can't see, we mm -hmm. can't understand. There are no answers. Sometimes we have no answers and we don't understand it, but in faith, you have to release and go forward. And it's as you were saying, Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three says, God says, God comforts us in our time of trouble so that we can comfort others with the same comfort that he has given us. These walks that we are on, this new journey that we're on, now it's our time to show compassion and empathy towards others. We're walking. And when we see someone struggling, you bend down. Right. You stop, you pick them up and you say, listen, you're going to get through this. And that's what we've been be doing okay. with each other. Yeah. We're picking yeah. each other up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then one, and sometimes I'll have a bad day, you know, and, and you'll have to pick me up mm -hmm. and vice versa. The journey is, is a hard journey. And as you, as you go firmer and in, in your faith and hope, and you begin to rely on the Lord, the waves aren't as heavy. But the scar and the pain is always okay. there. That constant reminder. It's always, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we need to be there for each other. You know, we need to be there for each other. And and we need to become that uh, mediator of comfort for each other, as the Lord says. And part of that is getting involved in like soaring spirits or wi widows that whine, mm -hmm. you know, or other friends. Meet with them. Get out. Lunch a walk, coffee, but it's their divine connections. That's really what they are. That's what's going to help us through, you know, the widow community. We, ha we have to put ourselves in an environment or a situation that we're yeah. uncomfortable. It's already uncomfortable yeah. with what we've experienced, but we have to do that to then be part of, this is part of the healing. Yeah. This is what, and we need to be aware of these things because everyone thinks it's this 
you know, it has to be something grand and something mm -hmm. like that. But it's these, like you said, those little small miracles, or those little small things that come together. Absolutely. And we Absolutely. just have to have that awareness. That's right. Um, because, you know, someone listening right now, they may be in that early stage. And I know like for me, I, I, I it was difficult. I tried to understand why, because in our mind, we have to look for logic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's God, why would you do this? Why, why at this point? Why? And so you keep asking yourself the why. And when you start to release that and understand that you're not going to know, mm -hmm. and then you have to find out a way to find peace. Yes. To let yourself then heal. Yes. Um, because it is written all over in the scripture. Mm -hmm. There are all these different stories in the scripture. We all have different stories as widows. So I think it's important to share that with others, depending on where they're at in their stages mm -hmm. of, that, of that process. And each story will help someone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still the same journey, but there we're all experiencing it a bit different. Mm -hmm. But it's for the sole purpose of continuing to encourage others mm -hmm. yeah, and uplift them and let them know, you know, they're not alone. You know, God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. And when he ends something, he begins something. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Um, right now I'm reading a book called Endings and Beginnings by Charles Neiman, and he's a pastor in El Paso, Texas, and he lost his wife, you know, and he couldn't make sense of it mm -hmm. either. And it's it's a great book because it reminds you that um, God has promises. Uh, again, nothing goes to waste. It's all for a purpose. And when he ends something, he's going to begin something. Isaiah 43 uh, verse 18 says, don't be stuck in the past. Behold, I do a new thing. Can you now see it? And that's a scripture telling us that although that has ended, God is beginning something new within us. Mm -hmm. If we're here, it's because we have a future and we have a purpose. And that's key. You've shared that with me. That makes me emotional because you've said this is this is a new beginning for you, Jenny. Your book with Keith, yes. that, that, that part. Yeah is is complete yeah. now you have to move forward and it's a new beginning it's a second chance um i think at one point you had shared with me it's, it's kind of like the a pruning of a tree yeah it is right it's yeah. kind of we all feel like that loss like we've lost a, a piece of us it, it, right it, it, you're but that's where our growth comes out of just like when you're pruning it it just it there will be a new beginning there will be flourishing mm -hmm. there absolutely will be and that's exactly what I was going to talk about it's that marriage book the beautiful story about Jenny and Keith and Barbara and Jerry and you you know listeners with your husband that book with your spouses is closed mm -hmm. you know the last page reads the end mm -hmm. and it's painful it's painful, you know, it, I know I don't want to get emotional, but it's painful to realize it's shut. We cannot add to it. It's done. It's finished. But in ending that book, there's a new book. It's our new book. It's a new book that we've begun, you know, and it's opened up and God has put it forth, you know, and we're going to flourish. And it's about our future and our dreams in our divine connections that God has for us. And he says, behold, I do a new thing. Mm -hmm. Now let's open our eyes and open our hearts, allow ourselves to go through the grief, but be open to the new things that God is going to do for us. Those new connections 
there is a purpose for us. And it does say in the Bible, right? It's, it's interesting. It says, not that he hears, it says he, he, he hears your tears. Yeah. Which is yeah. really interesting because it, it, he hears your tears, not sees, he, yeah. not sees your tears, but, but yeah. hears your tears. And it does not go to waste, like you no. said. We're taking this pain and that's why we're talking and that's why you're yeah. sharing your story is so we can share. Take what we've experienced, help somebody yes. else. Yes, and let them know it's not the end. It's not just them. Not they're not alone. It it feels so overwhelming. We totally understand, totally. But it's not the end. God has so many wonderful, wonderful adventures, you know. And each one will will strengthen us, and each one will allow us to bless somebody else. Somebody else, you know. I so I encourage you all to hold on tightly to that promise, that new thing. That new beginning that God is preparing for all our lives as, as widows, you know. Um, the scripture, uh, Zechariah also talks about being a prisoner of hope because he will restore and he's going to restore double, double for our trouble, as they say, you know. He will. Um, so claim that, you know, experience that, just claim that promise. You will have double blessing, a double portion of new joy for your loss, because God is a multiplier. He doesn't deal in addition. Mm -hmm. God is a multiplier. So we will have that double joy. And yes, one day, hang on to that scripture, um, weeping endures through the night, but joy will come in the morning and we will exchange, um, our ashes of grief for a crown of beauty one day. We absolutely will. Not just in heaven, but here. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We are to live the abundant life here on earth as well as one day in glory with him. There'll be beauty for those ashes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Beauty for those ashes. And then like you, you mentioned earlier, I mean, there's a plan. We're here for a reason. We're alive for a reason to continue our, our work that he has planned for us. And then plus two for our girls, both of our, yes, our daughters, that's right. each one of us, I, we're, we're that example for them, that example of that faith, that resiliency, that strength yeah. for our girls, yeah. keep, keep things going. And, you know, we can continue, continue to honor our spouses, mm -hmm. continue to, to have that memory of them and do things on behalf of them, but, yeah. um, you know, to enjoy life. Amen. You know, we have, we Amen. have to continue to move forward. We have to. And, and as you said, an example for our daughters, you know, yeah, we're not perfect, you know, but we're doing our very best. But you know what? One day when we're gone, they'll remember how we stood in faith with Christ and they will have their faith grow and they'll establish. And no matter what comes in life, you know, um, we can do it. You know, all things are possible with Christ, you know, he'll take care of it. He will. And we have to, like you said earlier, we have to let go of that control. Right? Yes. We we have yes. to have that faith. And I know it's sometimes it's where we are in dark places because we battle. A lot of that is in our mind. Absolutely. So much is in our mind and, and just really working through that, having that mindset and, and taking it one day at a time. And you, you will keep moving forward, taking that step, just keep taking that step. Um, and these things will come to you. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and sometimes, like you say, it's walking in faith. Why, 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 why? Well, even if we knew why, it it still wouldn't be enough to comfort us and mm -hmm. to resolve. You know, it, it just is what it is. And you come to that point where you just accept it. And you know that God is in control. Let go of the control mania 
and and I and really it's sinful because we feel that we are our own gods, you mm -hmm. know, and we can oh God, I know what I'm doing, I'm gonna do it my way. Well, it's time to release. Mm -hmm. And and you know what's so wonderful is the plants that we have are nothing compared to the wonderful, amazing plants that he has for us. So when you lay back and you just go with his flow, you'll see how amazing the wonderful, amazing things that he has already planned for us. Very freeing, right? Just it kind is. of lifting that burden yeah. and that kind of, all that worry, all of that, that just kind of lifting it and putting it with him. Yeah, absolutely. And letting him guide it. I hope it blesses this. Mm -hmm. Hope it blesses somebody. I, I appreciate your time because I think too, we want to highlight I, everything you've, you've noted here to help somebody, mm -hmm. help your, with the story, but you know, I was going to say, I want to talk a little bit about our adventures, right? Okay. We've been doing kind of that thing of just yes. getting all, all of us together in fellowship and together, but, you know, we've been having some good times together, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, we've been going to, to some of the wineries together. We've been doing bingo together. Bingo. That was kind of new for, for Barbara. That was me. I said, this is bingo for dummies. Because <laughs> I hadn't played bingo and now we're going to do bunko. Okay. I've never played bunko. You know, I'm going to do that. And so this is all, it's fun. Mm -hmm. We get together, we meet different people, you know, it's, it's wonderful. It's it, great music. We've been able to, you know, go to the wineries. We we're so blessed in this area. They've got so many wonderful musical attractions, you know, lots of entertainment, um, restaurants, you know, just lots of stuff to do. Mm -hmm. lots and of stuff and to, to live, do. just to live and do all of the things that, you know, bring happiness to us and, yeah. and lift us. To. So I am so excited. I again, appreciate your time and um, hope from the listener's standpoint, you know, if they've got any questions to, to reach out. Um, but again, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for allowing me to share these divine connections. And I ask everyone to look out for their divine connections. Those are little God winks of Just, his love. They're out there. All of us, they're out there. They're out there. All right. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm.